AJ Jackson comes by to talk about the NU Ballers Instagram page, who showed out at the Utah Top 50 League, and what he's doing to help players, coaches, and parents with Game Film Elite. This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene. With your host, Adam Peek. Everybody, we're here with uh, what I'm hoping, hopefully, AJ, this is something that happens on a regular basis. Uh, But when I started this and I kind of put it out there going, I'm thinking of starting a podcast talking about Utah high school basketball. I can't tell you how many people were like, are you going to have AJ on? Is AJ, is he going to come on? I was like, I met him. We met up at Utah State. Utah State. Yeah. And I'm like, yep. well, I've met him. I tagged him on Twitter about it. <laughs> like that's, and then uh, my my mutual friend uh, Landon Cummings uh, shot me your information, and here we are recording this on a Sunday night. There Hopefully, we'll get this podcast out uh, and edited out tonight. But I'm um, joined by AJ Jackson, um, and you live up in Davis County, is that correct? Yep, I got Woods Cross uh, up in North Salt Lake area, so I've got a junior at uh, Woods Cross High School, so uh, 2025, and business is booming right now in Utah, so I'm happy you're doing this. It's super fun to be able to come on and, and talk about these kids who are just putting in the work and making a ton of noise on the national scene, so I'm happy to be here, and, and let's get rolling. Yeah, it felt so, like a good time. I mean, out. when I was looking at, because uh, I don't know any, like I said in the very first episode of this, I legitimately don't know anything like i'm not from utah i've got a denver nuggets championship banner hanging behind me and because that's my my (laughs) i'm from colorado went to colorado state so it's new to me only because of of my own son and maybe that's kind of how you got involved i would love to kind of hear your backstory because i know you've got a pretty solid instagram following and Mm -hmm. um but that's just how i got involved and i just started talking to people and learning about it and um it seems like we got we got a pretty cool thing going on here in Utah. I'm like, there's a basketball court on every corner. It seems like so, we may as well be good. Yeah, it's it's interesting how it's kind of you know gone and how it's gotten to this place. I'm a Colorado kid myself. I grew up in Inglewood, uh, which is a suburb of Denver, and uh, grew up there until I was. Uh, uh, in high school. And then we moved out to Evanston, Wyoming, followed the construction out there and uh, went from worrying about making it home safely to a town like Evanston where there's zero crime and they haven't had anything go wrong there in, you know, 50 years. But, uh, you know, from there I went on and played basketball in uh, junior college up at Western Wyoming and Rock Springs. And so uh, came over to Weber State with intentions to play there and got hurt and kind of just fizzled out and uh, was one of those guys that never stepped foot on the court at Weber. But, uh, you know, this has been it, – it's been a wild ride to get to this point because, like, I started out by – uh, forming my own team, my own comp team. And the reason why I did that is like, I don't want to pay people who really don't know what they're doing or, you know, I, I'm like, I can teach them. I know how to, I know how to do this. So we actually put together a neighborhood squad. Uh, and then from there, we kind of evolved a little bit, uh, ended up begging the guy to let us in the young blood tournament when we were in eighth grade, they had no idea who we were. Um, but we rolled out and, uh, I think we finished seven and seven that year. So we actually did pretty good for our first year in there. Uh, and then my page started really when they came out with the the Young Blood All Tournament team, where they're the League All Stars. And then there was a couple of comments that went back and forth. And then, uh, boom! Next thing you know, we're we're talking high school hoops. And that was a couple of years ago. And it's just evolved. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wow! Like I feel an obligation to update the page, you know, uh, frequently because people are waiting for the content. And so. Uh, last year was a good time. We had a we had a blast last year during the basketball season, just talking high school hoops and you know uh, you know having laughs and and sharing you know insights and comments on the players. Like you know I've got a kid that plays, but I'm I'm just a hoop junkie, man. I love mm-hmm. watching these kids, and you know we'll talk about top fifty in a little bit. But uh, you know it's so fun to go and see these kids and see they see them perform and and just highlight what they do. It's just so fun. And so yeah, that page is is kind of grown into its little uh own little beast and so it's been super fun to to do it, manage it. And I've had some incredible relationships formed and friendships because of it. Uh and so for me that's that's what it's all about, like going to these tournaments with these kids and stuff and just dapping them up and saying, "Man, that was impressive." Yeah. So it's it's a great time. It's been fun. I love it. Um I have a couple of questions that don't matter to anyone else but me. Uh, so when, where did you go to, you were, you were not in high school in Inglewood. Is that what you said? Correct. Okay. Um, yeah. So I went to Evanston high school, which is 
it was an anomaly. So Evanston is a 4A school in the state of Wyoming. It's right on the border. It's where most people go get their fireworks, right? Right up leading up to the 4th of July. And also uh, some people our, go there to get alcohol. I mean, it's just, it's also been a- That's another thing. <laughs> that's another thing. <laughs> Either one, you'll get in trouble if you cross the border with Yeah. It. Uh, but 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 obviously Evanston is 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 kind of an anomaly because my grade when we were coming through there we were loaded like Brady Papinga was uh, on our basketball team and our football team uh, Brady played for eight years in the NFL uh, the Papinga brothers are pretty you know uh, notorious up in that area and then a guy like JC Carroll comes through there who ends up you know having three offers out of high school uh, after averaging thirty five points a game for three straight years. Uh, in the state of Wyoming, averaged 35 points a game. That's crazy. Uh, went up, yeah, went up to Stu Morrill in Utah State, became their all-time leading scorer, and so uh, it was. Uh, you know, it's been it's it's been an interesting place to come from. A lot of great athletes have come out of there, but hmm. yeah, uh, small town life, man. It's a whole different animal than what we're doing. Well, there's in, there's another in interesting Utah. connection, right? Because Stu Morrill was at was like a Colorado State legend, and then mm-hmm. he went over to Utah State, where I would say he probably became a bigger legend. Is it is that? Yeah. Is that safe to say? That- yeah, he, Stu is great. I mean, he was he was a great coach, had a long tenure up there, and kind of got that thing kicked off in my mind, right? You know, when they how they established the the, the, the craziness, the home court up there, and they've had a lot, nice run of players that have come through there. And I'm a big fan of JC. He's a friend of mine, and uh, you know, lucky enough to call him a friend. And I'm so glad that he's up there coaching on the girls' side in that area, in the Cash Valley area. He's going to do great things up there. But yeah, Utah State, what a great program up there. It's fantastic up there. We had a kid from Witch Cross that's actually uh, went up there as a preferred walk-on, uh, Jackson Smith, who was a, a great player here down here and in, in, for Woods Cross. And he's doing well up there. And man, I love that program. It's a great program. Yeah, it's beautiful. I mean, I want to get up to a game this year. I've heard it's loud. Um, I Of course, I'll go up when I went to the CSU football game up there, which did not go the Rammies way, which was sad. Um, <laughs> but I do think that CSU's basketball team has been on the rise. Uh, we've got um, we we should have a pretty a pretty solid team. I did get to watch this. I got to go to a Colorado State Duke game at um, at Cameron, and that was incredible. It was one of it was like a bucket list item, and it was it was pretty cool. Um, well, nobody wants to hear me talk about Colorado State basketball uh, because <laughs> who, who does? Um, so you've got you've got this. The Instagram page that you have is Northern Utah Ballers with a Z, yep. um, I believe. And yep. it's, 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 it was one of the few, it was one of those places that as somebody just totally knew, but I just love basketball. So similar to you, right? Like I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't play beyond high school. Like I never got into a game. Um, I was a, I was a practice player at Colorado state my senior year and got to be around Buzz Williams and so Flickner. And that was a ton of fun. I loved it. I actually got way better in college cause I just go to the rec center mm-hmm. every day. And I play against guys on the team and we'd play, we'd go into the girls practices and play against the girls team and got to run against Becky Hammond had just graduated, but she would come back in the gym. So it was a, it was a fun time, but I just love basketball. I just, yeah, my, my family's it's a basketball so family. Um, but I, I came across your page cause I was like, well, what, who, who's making like content about this? Right. You know, besides the <laughs> local news people. And it was like, you yeah. and prep hoops, and that was yeah. pretty much the places to go. It's funny because I don't even know how it evolved into what it is. Like I literally don't even know. Now it's like, okay, like when I get tired of having fun, like when it's not fun anymore, I'll probably just you know do away with it. But then I'm like, but it is kind of fun. Like it's fun to get in there and and chop it up with people. I don't really post a whole lot as far as like you know regular posts. I just do it all in the stories. Uh, you know, and uh, it's funny because, you know, the behind the scenes comments that, you know, go in and out of, you know, the DMs is just hilarious. So uh, there's a lot of people that are passionate about what goes on in Utah. And it's fun because there's so it's such a great time to be a part of Utah basketball right now. Uh, obviously, the summer you had the prospects. I was there. I watched the the championship game of the three SSB uh, just just killing it. And Jackson Johnson hitting two clutch threes down the stretch like. Utah's arrived, and you think about the classes, the 2024, 2025, and obviously you have a son in the 2026, the amount of talent in all three of those classes, and there's even some 2027s that are coming mm-hmm. up that are on the football field at least making a ton of noise. Uh, but, man, it's a great time to be involved with this. And so, you know, the page is a great forum. It's a great platform to, 
you know, get people some exposure and talk about the good things that are going on. And you know what? It's a good place to share stuff about life. I mean, I've done a lot of stuff on my page where we're talking about suicide prevention. I'm really passionate about that because one is too many. Mm. And that's kind of what the message is, right? You know, we've had so many kids that are struggling and dealing with so many different kinds of uh, stresses and depression. And, you know, they're looking for ways to, you know, uh, they're looking for ways out. And that's just, we just can't let that happen. You know, where there's a responsibility as athletes in the school to, you know, look out for those around yeah. us that are struggling and be a part of the solution and never a part of the problem. And so it's funny because I always say you come here for basketball, but this is what the content is all about, right? We, like, we share stuff about real life. And that's been my favorite moments on that page. And that's probably why I'll continue to do it because I have, I have eyes, right? And so if you can make a difference on just a couple of people, then it's worth doing, no doubt. right? You, you, you tap in and, and let's talk about real life situations because, you know, basketball is going to stop dribbling at some point. And for a lot of these kids, you know, 2024 is just going to stop in, you know, about three months. Yep. Right. Uh, and so there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot to life and having a 40 year plan, a 40 year plan rather than a, you know, a four month plan. And so that's what I love about it the most. I mean, the basketball is great, but I love talking about real issues and we get into that every once in a while. And, you know, we had a thing this summer where, you know, there was a string of kids that uh, were just, you know, you know, taking their own lives. And I just said, you know, one is too many. And so, you know, that's a, a passionate plea that I have to these kids, you know, that'll tune into this podcast and that tune into my page, like be a, be a part of the solution. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many opportunities in school. You walk around, you walk past kids who you don't know what they're dealing with and you have an opportunity to stop and invite them to lunch or you have an opportunity to stop into, you know, if there's a situation that's happening that, that, you know, could lead to, you know, a bullying situation, like stop mm -hmm. it, right? Get involved, do something about it. And that's a bigger calling than, you know, a silly Instagram page. Right. Uh, but it's something that I get passionate about and I'm, I'm hoping that the kids, you know, learn something from it. And I think that, you know, the engagement that we've had on those conversations has been fantastic. And I really think that these kids look at that and we have those conversations and they take it back and they execute. And that's what it's all about. Right. Looking after each other. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's uh we're, we are kindred spirits there. I mean, I, yeah. uh, I'm a I'm an ordained Southern Baptist minister and pastor to church for eight years in Colorado before I moved out here. And uh, really, I love the the sport. Any any sport has this possibility, but there's something about basketball where you know I, I remember playing, and I was on the court, and I was in I was at a YMCA in Colorado Springs, and on my team there was this guy I knew. His name's Kim. And Kim was a, a millionaire. I mean, he was worth a, a good amount of money. He was Reggie Jackson's coach. He ran his own ad agency. Nice. Like, just, a, you know, he was, he was a big-time businessman. And there were two people there that I knew were also on the brink of homelessness if they hadn't already mm -hmm. tipped over into being homeless. And they were on my team. And, it was, and, you know, and I'm just looking around. I'm like, you know what? In this moment right here, none of that matters because there's only one, only one thing matters in this moment basketball has this beautiful way of bringing everybody together and saying like, if you can hoop, then, then you can play. And, and what was cool is that we got, we got brought together on that court and then I got to know who they were off the court and was able to help some, you know, help out the couple of people that were really struggling and find, help them find work. And I think it, I think it is one of the most beautiful sports um around obviously or why else would i be talking about it um so i yeah. i would love to pivot here um because we could spend again we could have a whole episode about about yeah. that right um yep. and and why dr james naismith actually invented the game of basketball is really <laughs> tied in closely to what we're talking about um but I, I i wanted to talk about something that you know just happened gosh my timing is getting was it last week the utah top 50 it was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. So the, the league's been going. It, league they had happened. a six week league. They had the yeah championship night last Monday. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So I was what at a great any league, of the games. I didn't watch any of yeah. them. I just you know, but I know that it sounds like you were at a few of them. I've seen them. I've seen all. You of saw them. all of them. <laughs> I, I, well, I wasn't in attendance at all of them because I mean, one time I was on a flight to Hawaii. And I caught two games while we were still from L.A. to like wherever we are in the middle of the ocean to where the Internet cut off. But I, I have seen I saw every one of those games and partly because, you know, um, obviously my son plays. And so, you know, I'm very interested yeah. there. But, 
you know, through making these, you know, these connections with these kids. Like, I just, I want to see what Owen Bowden's going to do. I want to see what Jordan Barden's going to do. Like, I just love it. So I just can't get enough. So yeah, I, I saw all of them and I, you know, I can go down the list of kids that I just I would love it. You know, yeah. Really that was, Cause I, I did yeah. something similar uh, with the, the next, you know, they played on Saturday yeah, and then NXT. And, yeah. um, and that was, I even watched a couple of those games. That was great. Who was, uh, I can't remember <laughs> yeah. his name now. The kid from Woods Cross, the 2026 kid. Bryson Watson. He was, Bryson he was Watson. killing everybody. Like he was, I, I'd yeah. never seen the kid play before. You know, like I don't come at yeah. this as some like seasoned veteran of Utah. Basketball. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like looking yeah. around. I'm like, Hey, who is this kid? Like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, that's, that's Bryson. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Where's he? I'm like looking at, I'm like writing stuff down. Cause I'm just, I don't know how many he had in that He's game, tough. but he was killing it. He had 27 in that game. And the thing that if you watch the game, what's really impressive about what he does is that his dribble count, it reminds me of Thompson is what I was thinking. Yep. Yeah. There, there was a game, there was a game cause he played with us uh, at the great Western classic. There was a game where he had, I think he had 27 again on four dribbles. Yeah. Four dribbles. And if you look at that NXT game that he played last, uh, it was a Monday or Tuesday. Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. He had 27. I I swear his dribble count was less than six, maybe seven. Right. And so, you know, in the, in, in those showcase games, it can be hard. It can be hard to play with certain players, you know, they're just pounding the air to the ball, you know, that. And I know that the top 50 guys really do a good job of stressing. Like that's not how, that's not what we're doing here. Right. Um, But you can't control it a hundred percent. And so it was really good to see Bryson, uh, you know, him and Hunter, my son, they spent, you know, every day together all summer just grinding. And mm. so I expect a, I expect a massive, massive year from Bryson for Woodcross uh, as a sophomore, but he's going to have a great career. He's going to, he's going to light it up. He's a good, good player. Yeah. Good kid. He's too. good. He's strong. Yeah. I mean, he, I strong six, three yeah. got good. He's got a good build on him and he's, a, he's got a really, really high IQ, which I love. Yep. And, uh, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to do well. I mean, obviously Woods Cross lost Mason Bendinger. They lost Jackson Smith last year, who were massive, led them all the way to the, the 5A championship game two years ago. And so, uh, it's a, it's a new era there, but I'm looking forward to seeing what those two do together. But, you know, if you look at the top 50 league, which is, you know, six weeks and, you know, a lot of great, there's, you can go down each team, uh, Adam, you can look at all the different players on there, but, you know, Owen Bond's kid that I spent a lot of time with this summer because he was playing on the Utah gold, uh, 16U group. And the kid just keeps getting better and better. And I love him. He, he played really well in top 50, six foot eight, six foot nine, I believe. Uh, and he's a rim runner, which I mm. love. He'll contest every shot. Uh, he runs the floor. He's athletic. And he had a follow-up dunk on championship night uh, off the left side, coming off a tip and just threw, I don't even know who was under him, but it was nasty. And so, Owen obviously played really well. He's going to have a good year for Cedar Valley. Cedar Valley obviously last, lost Jax Allen. Uh, is over is over at Orem. And they also lost Kyler Hadfield, I believe, too, who went over to Westlake. So uh, you got the Christensen kid, and obviously Bowden at uh, Cedar Valley. They'll be they'll be fine. They'll be just fine. Owen's Owen's a really good player. The other kid that really caught my eye throughout the whole league was uh, Ike Palmer. Okay, out of Harriman. And if you really look at Harriman's roster this year, and I've had a couple of those kids reach out to me on my platform, and they're like. Don't sleep on us. They have some guys yep. now. And then Ike Palmer, Ike Palmer is super smooth. He kind of reminds me of a Luca, Luca Doncic guy. Like he's just super smooth. He's not the fastest guy on the court. You look up, he's gonna have 20 on you. And uh, you know, especially in the championship game, I they couldn't stop him. He was hitting mid-range, he was hitting threes, he was getting to the basket. Really tough player there. Simon Sua from Westlake. I really am a big fan of his game. He's a 2025 guard. Um, he's quick, he's he's athletic, he's impressive. Uh, can shoot the lights out. He had a great run towards the end of last year uh, in the state playoffs and as they were winding down the season. So look for him to have a big year. And then obviously, you know, these two guys are household names, but Jordy Barnes is probably one of the, the the premier point guards in the West, not just the state of Utah. And then you throw Ace Riser in there as well. Uh, Ace had a game. I think it was the game right before championship night. I, he had to have had 30 plus and it was, it was a clinic, absolute mm. show. Uh, I'm shocked that Ace Riser, and I know he will, um, but it'll be interesting to see what his commitments look like, you know, as far as the next level. You know, will he go to, I believe it's, you know, CSI and Snow, and I think he's got an offer from Salt Lake. But, uh, you know, he has so much ability, and he's so impressive. Uh, He's quick. He can get people shots. He can score. His huge range, big fan of his. And I think that, you know, if he goes the JUCO route, the high-level JUCO route, 
uh, he'll be on a Division One roster, whether it's sooner or later. He's such a good guy. Uh, running through some of the other guys that I really like, the, the the big guy out of Crimson Cliffs, I'm not sure if you've seen him, Sean Feltz, came out of nowhere, really. I think he was unranked uh, on the prep hoops, you know, 2024s. But we saw him at the Great Western Classic uh, when we were playing Crimson. And I was like, who is this Wait, guy where, catching where is, lobs? Where's the school, by the way? Where, what is <laughs> Down south. Is it okay? Down south. Crimson. Yeah, Crimson's down south, okay. so uh, you don't really see a lot of them, but I, they drove up every week playing the top 50, and uh, there's a couple of – I mean, he's another rim runner, you know, athletic, can run the floor. Uh, he had a he had a catch off a rebound, I think it was a couple weeks ago, turned around with one arm and just spiked it on somebody. It was it was mean, but uh, I love watching kids like that. You know, they, they, they come out of the game, they look like they had been sitting in a sauna for, <laughs> you know, for an hour. That's how sweaty they are, so – uh, a guy that played on my son's team that I really liked too was the uh, Colton Blackham. Uh, Blackham. Blackham. Oh, from West Jordan. Uh, kid out, yeah, kid out of West Jordan. Now I've I've heard a lot about him, but I haven't seen him until I got a chance to watch him play in those games. And he, I think he's unguardable. He is tough. Hmm. He can shoot it. He always gets in the lane. The thing that I'd like to see about him a little bit more, and I think I told him this, is you know because he has such an ability to get in the paint and cause disruption, like hit those kickouts because if you want to go to the next level at his size, right. Uh, you know, you got to do more than just score because the six foot, you know, point guard is not going to be the one scoring 20 points a game in, you know, in college, this doesn't work like right. that. So, you know, he's so talented and, you know, has such an ability to, to cause havoc. And the thing I really like them, I like this uh, on the ball defense too. Uh, I seen him pick pockets of, you know, household names and, and take it the other way. So I was really impressed with him. Uh, obviously, I, I really like what, uh, you know, my own did. I thought Hunter played really, really well. Hunter's a, a junior at Woods Cross. Uh, really got other people involved, which I really, really, really liked. Uh, Coleman Outwater from Davis played the final two games. Now, Coleman Coleman had a good year last year for Davis, you know, his soft, sophomore year campaign. He's going to have a great year this year. You got Coleman Outwater. You got uh, uh, Zach, is it Zach, Zach, Zach Fisher. Fisher yeah. Um, coming back for Davis. They have a transfer from Farmington, I believe. So they add a little bit of size there. They're going to be a team to watch, uh, you know, in that 6A. I don't know if they have enough to get all the way, but they're they're going to be good. Coleman Outwater is tough. Mm-hmm. He's a lefty. You know, he goes left every time. Nobody ever thinks to make him go right. Uh, you know, he gets to the basket. Uh, obviously, he's got a nice spin move with a pull-up J. And I, I'm, I'm joking when I say he goes left every time. Coleman's got so much skill, but uh, he's such a great player. I, I'm excited to see what they do there. And then you got Highland. Obviously, you're familiar with, you know, the Drisdom. I know that your son played with him during the summer. They uh, played together Highland since had, seventh grade. Yeah, they really? yeah, so they played. So, so Highland, had, Highland had four kids in the top 50. So they had Grayson Gaddis, George McConkey. Obviously, we all know what Isaiah Drisdom is about. He's phenomenal. And then they had Soren Reese, mm-hmm. uh, who's another 2026. So if you look at that team and you're looking at the rest of the squads in 5A, and one of the names that has been coming up um, on the Highland front is Jack Anderton, yep. who I think you saw at the NXT. Next, and he was great. He was killing. Yeah. yeah, he was killing. So if you look at this Highland squad, that's a squad when you're looking at 5A, you're like, okay, I've got to see everything come together, but if they can put it all together, that's going to be a team to watch because they have some guys. And then you look, you know, what Isaiah Drisdom is about. He doesn't get rattled. He's, he plays like a senior. He's got tremendous skill. Uh, I think I called it two years ago on my page. I said, as talented as the 2026 class is, I think Drisdom has a chance to be the best one to come out of that class period. And I'm sticking to that because I really love his game. Uh, he can do a lot of things well, and that's no disrespect to anybody sure. else in that class. They're phenomenal, but I just love what he's about. And I think that he he can he can be a catalyst for that that team to get them together, get them all playing on the same page. And I think by the time tournament rolls around, they're going to be a, they're going to be a tough out. I don't think anybody's going to want to face those. And guys, obviously, so. you know, obviously with when your pops played for Rick Majerus, like you're gonna you're gonna hear about how to play basketball the right way, right? Like there's just no there there's no way there's no way around that and. <laughs> um, and we're gonna have, we're gonna have Tim, no we're gonna have Tim on on the podcast quite a bit as well, because yeah. uh, I know he's Loves he's him. super passionate about, um, you know, just uh, uh, not because it's weird to be dads, but it's cool to meet dads who are like, yeah, it's cool. Like I'm I'm really I'm like pulling for my son, but like those conversations mostly are gonna happen between me and my child. <laughs> you know, like Tim, yep. Tim, Tim is really just like you, and I hope just like me, like about building up others and and yeah. and about the community. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously I have a son that plays, but I, I try not to 
to talk about him as much, right? Like he, he's going to run his own race. He's going to do his own yeah. thing, right? Um, he does a great job. He works hard. But, you know, going back to to Tim and, and Isaiah, and I love the relationship. Uh, Isaiah is a quiet kid. He's <laughs> he's very humble, and he's so talented. I mean, the kid is just oozing talent. So, obviously, he's picked up a couple of Division One offers already, but I just think that by the time that he's a senior, he's going to be such a problem. And, obviously, you know, having his pops, who he is and who he played for, doesn't hurt. And I know that uh, the way Tim's wired, he's going to make sure that Isaiah is dialed. He's going to throw him in every fire he can find to, to see what he's made of, and that's just how he operates. But what he's doing is setting him up for for long-term success, which I love. So Highland's a team to watch out for. A couple other guys, it was really nice to see Luke West back on the yeah. floor uh, because obviously he went through some injuries this summer, wasn't really able to do a whole lot. So it was really nice to see him. I'm telling you, Bingham is a team that you're going to want to pay attention to. Uh, obviously, you got Luke West. You got the uh, – a um, couple of guys. Who's the transfer that came over from Corner Canyon? You got. Uh, I'm the wrong person to be asking this question yeah, right no. now. <laughs> Bowman, uh, the lefty, the shooter. Okay. Uh, Ty, uh, yeah. Nice. Uh, so you got the Bowman kid coming over. Yeah. Yeah. You got, you got, you got uh, Tate. Is it Tate? I don't Bowman? know. Yeah. Sorry. Shout out to yeah. that player. The the younger one is Ty. So the older one is. Oh, okay. Is got so, it. Uh, obviously you got him coming over uh jason peterson's in the mix there obviously luke west and so if you look at that team bingham is going to be a team that you're going to want to pay attention to because they have some guys and i think obviously they're you know the way they're wired in that program they're going to be ready to go uh when it counts so it's really nice to see luke west on the floor isaiah bay is another one that you're going to want to uh, pay attention to over at murray uh isaiah is uh, it's funny because he's like how do i get my name out there i'm like Matt, buddy just keep doing what you're doing uh because it'll it'll take care of itself so i was really happy to see he's him. a 2026 uh, kid correct another 2026 yeah. kid uh and so he's going to get plenty of opportunity to do his thing and if you look at you know uh where he grew up and how he grew up you know playing against i think his sister is a I mean, I know his sister was big time in high school and she went on to play division one. So there's definitely, you know, balls in the family there, but Isaiah really plays well. He plays a smart game, uh, can score from all three levels. And I really like what I saw from him. And then obviously Bryce Mella uh, is another one that you're going to want to pay attention to in that 2026 class. I mean, we could talk about that class all night. There's some guys in that class, you know, including your son that can absolutely go. Yep. So it's pretty pretty exciting to see what they did. But, you know, shout out to the top 50 guys. They really try to do that league the right way, which I really love. I mean, they, they, Hey, we're not just going to go play hero ball. And for the most part, you know, you have kids on every team that, that, you know, think that trying to get theirs and score a bunch of points is the ticket. It's not, it's not, but for the most part, for the most part, you know, you saw a lot of good basketball in that league. And I was, I was impressed and, and normally it's pretty hard to impress me, but I really like the kids competed you know, uh, they took it seriously. And I think for the most part, like it was really, really well done. And obviously the NXT is a part of that as well, giving the younger ones a showcase, uh, a way to showcase their talents. And, you know, it kind of goes back to the theme of the show, right? There's just so many good players that are coming through. Uh, it's exciting. It's an exciting time. Yeah. You know, people say, oh, the, the 2024 class is this and the 26 class is this. But I'm telling you, if you look at the top 30 of the 2025 class, they're short on bigs, but there's a lot of talent in that group as well. So, I mean, it's Utah's in really, really good hands. And there's a ton of programs, right? I mean, obviously, you know, you guys played, you know, in the UA Rise. Um, you know, Utah Gold came on the scene last year with the Adidas uh, uh, Gold Circuit there. And so there's so many great teams that are putting kids in a position to – Obviously, number one, you know, improve their skills, but two, get on platforms where they can, you know, get some good tape, get seen, you know, and that's what it's all about. And so that's I think you're seeing the result of that when high school season comes around, because there's so many kids that are, you know, playing in those forums that the development is naturally going to be, there, yeah, you know, no doubt. Um, and so I know for my own kid playing this summer, you know, all across the country you get back into here and it's, you know, you have to, first of all, you got to get adjusted to the refs because, you know, on these circuits, they don't call anything in most places. Like I remember walking into a gym, I think it was in Dallas or no, it was in Bryan, Texas. And there was like two security guards. I was like, these guys are ready for some stuff to pop. I'm like, this is like a, you know, Friday morning, Friday afternoon game. So, you know, playing in those different atmospheres, uh, you know, really preps you for, you know, the tough times and the battles that you're going to go through in high school season. I think you're seeing the result of that with good play, which is yep. phenomenal, right? I mean, we all get to enjoy it as dads and as uh, spectators. So it's a great time to be a, a hoops fan here. In Utah. I'm excited. And, you know, one of the things that actually kind of making the connection to, 
you know, Texas and also, you know, basketball and my kid was um, trying to kind of navigate this whole thing. I thought like, well, I need to cut through. I just want to cut through the crap, right? Like, I don't I don't really know what to do. Um, and it was really when my son decided, like, not only am I going to he said, I want I want to try to play college basketball. And I have a little bit of a not a little bit. My sister is the NBA draft analyst for Yahoo Sports. She covers basketball for her job. She, she knows more than she all of us. <laughs> she's already told me. I was like, Kristen, I need you. I actually talked to her. She's she's covering the NBL right now. She's in Melbourne, Australia. I was oh, nice. with her today because there's a bunch That's of awesome. a couple of high school kids who are down there. Yeah. Um, where Lomelo Ball went. Yeah, yeah. Uh, RJ Hampton yeah. went down there as well. Yeah, RJ Hampton and Lomelo. Yeah. yeah um, sure. But anyway, she's going to come on and talk about the when the um, – was it the five for the fight? It's coming yeah, with, coming with, up down at uh, American or Pleasant Grove. Yeah. yeah. So I was the lineup down there looks fantastic. I was like, Kristen, That's I just need awesome. you to come on and talk about the players. Like we all know who Cooper Flag is, but like, can yeah. can we? And if you don't know who Cooper Flag is, and you're listening to this podcast, then that's crazy. Uh, you should yeah. you should figure out who Cooper <laughs> Flag is. Um, well, kind of speaking to that real quick, though, Adam, yeah. if you want, give me a second. The the thing that is awesome about Utah right now is that obviously we just went through a bunch of players that are playing in the local high school scene, right? But when you think about the talent that is rolling through the prep schools, mm-hmm. it's unbelievable. Oh my god! Right? I mean, you think you think about Wasatch, and you know, you look at guys like Mobley. And uh, Nuwale, and you got Isaiah Harwell. Obviously, Harwell came comes from Pocatello, Idaho, of, of, <laughs> of all places. And yeah, and we've had a chance to watch him, uh, you know, come up through the ranks. There was a game that we played against him in eighth grade, Youngblood. I think he had thirty five, and he had like eight or nine dunks. And we're just sitting there, like, you know, what hey, are we get do? your popcorn out. <laughs> but they're here, right? They're here in the state, and you get a chance if you get a chance to watch them, go watch them. And you look at Utah Prep and who they have. I mean, they're loaded. They got. You know, Southwick coming up from Dixie, joining JJ Mandiquit and and the the plus side the, the yeah Gavin the and the twins in. from Colorado yeah Gallagher uh, yeah they're they're just just loaded Anthony Anthony so, is there now yeah, yeah Anthony left uh, uh, Orem to head over there and junior. play the national schedule which yeah I mean obviously you know Junior County how can you forget him he's phenomenal great talent so when you look at the different uh, programs that are in the in the state it's you know you look at Leighton Christian, they got a new coach in there. Bobby Porter, obviously, has been there for decades. One of my favorite people on this planet. Uh, coach Porter is phenomenal. Uh, he stepped aside, and I think the new coach there Casey is uh, Stanley. Casey Stanley. I just, had, I yep. just interviewed him. Casey, did you? Yeah. yeah. So he, he's fantastic. And you look at Tyron Jones, who's 6'9", lanky, and he's dunking all over people. And you got you know a couple of kids there. There's a point guard there. I told Tyron, I said, I need to know who that guy is because I really loved his game. So – you know, late Christians. Can I tell be, you a quick know, story about Leighton Christian that I and I wish yeah. I I wish I wrote the kid's name down. He's a 2026 kid. I was at the um like the prospects gold like tryout workout yep. thing, and I was sitting next to to Coach Stanley, um, and we were just chatting. We we chatted the whole time because we're both new to basketball in Utah, right? So, yeah. and he's uh, and and I was like, oh, who's that kid? It was this kid. He was long arms and just moving really well. Exactly you know talking what I'm talking about. about? And he was, yeah, take, he was going about. at everybody. And he's like, yeah, he's yeah. at he's at LCA. He was a nationally ranked swimmer in Poland. And he said, oh, my God. And he, and he came over to the U.S. to play basketball. And he's like, he's in the gym literally every morning at 6 a.m. He's in the gym because the, the camera turns on. And I can't. he's like, he's in the gym in the morning. Love he it. just is a relentless worker. And I watched him go at, I mean, he was finishing over, you know, Jamin. He's going at Anthony. Yeah. He doesn't even know the. He doesn't know who these kids are. There's no thing. Don't care either. He's right? just like, yeah. ah, it doesn't matter. I'm just gonna. Yeah. Um, my guy Moz at uh, at Utah Prep. He was going at him. I was like, dang, I yeah. like this kid. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Is and the thing that I love about you. You say that Coach Stanley's new on the scene, but what I've seen from him is he markets his kids, man. Like they're at, they're bringing coaches in for open gyms. They're, they're constantly in, you know, I, I knew they were uh, at Weber state a, a few months last week or something like that. He just gets his kids out, gets some exposure, which I freaking love because, you know, that's what we need to do. We need to, to, to think about these kids and how can we get them exposure? How can we get them opportunities, you know? And so you, you've seen this and growing up in Colorado and I have seen it, you know, in Colorado and, uh, you know, even when I was playing Juco, like you've seen so many kids that 
you're like looking at their talent they're you're there's mind-blowing how good they are and they just never had a chance right like they never got mm-hmm. to where you thought they should be and so it's it's so nice to see a guy that comes in fresh replacing a big big name in coach porter and he's like let's go like he's getting these kids all over the place and you know what that results in opportunities and that's exactly what uh, i love about this i love people that do that they're selfless and they go out there and say you know what i got a kid you got to see because all it takes is one yep. right one kid one coach says that guy is perfect for us Let's go. And you can change you can change the course of kids' lives like that. I love that. So stuff. last week awesome. I got to go, I got to go visit um uh Dallas Baptist University. I was down there for work. Went over and said hi to I, I've known I've known Coach Flickner now for almost 20 years. He's been at DBU for 19. Um and then and then I got to go up to uh, Oklahoma City uh and and your Yeah. And he yep. so you talk you talk <laughs> about when you were talking about uh um Colton at West Jordan, you know, like you gotta he YG had had a moment, you know, like he comes off the bench and he's just he's excited and he breaks the kid down. Uh, he was super fast, gets all the way to the basket and gets the crap blocked out of his shot. I mean, just <laughs> because NAIA is you gotta like, float it. You gotta float it, YG. These are like we're talking like, I mean, I bet the average frontline player was six nine. I mean, it's no joke. NAIA is no joke. Um no joke. But Every level right now is so good. Is no because joke. everything is getting. Not, you see that D three kid who dropped uh, up in Minnesota, forty one. Yeah, oh yeah, wild. he had forty one. Yeah, but um, well, that's the thing. That's the thing is like you look at a roster like Salt Lake Community College right here in our own backyard. I think they have nine, ten, or something like D one kid. Like their roster is loaded yep. with D one transfers. You know, I don't know if it's that number, but you it's know, a lot. It, the, the landscaping. Oh, I know that's what they're looking for. The landscaping of recruiting. Uh, you know, it's just changed so dramatically over the last few years, the COVID and it kind of just changed, you know, with that extra year and now the portal, it's changed everything. And so where people before you'd hear the comments, ah, if all else fails, I'll go JUCO. Not anymore. <laughs> That's just not the case anymore no. because a JUCO, a JUCO is going to look at you and say, you can't play here. No, if all else fails, so you're going National Christian Collegiate Athletic Association <laughs> Division Two, which is what I went to go out. <laughs> I mean, and even that probably there's probably players that you know you've never heard of that are out there balling. Yeah. Um. So so there's I went. Kids everywhere. So I went out. You know, I got to see. Um. Uh, AJ came out with me. Uh, my son AJ. Awesome. Came out. Um. You know, we saw practice. We saw the games. We went in the locker room. We hung with the coaches because I want to get my kid exposed to all levels of basketball to as many programs as possible because of just what you were saying, right? It's so hard. And one of the things that I did, and you just announced, uh, you know, your, your new program, I want you to talk about was it's so hard because it's like, if you're not, if you're not Isaiah Harwell, right. I mean, a kid who's like, can kind of pick where he wants to go, you know, or you're not getting, you know, if you're not really a top five kid in your class, then you got to freaking hustle from a state like Utah to get, to get, coaches who know about you to get connected you know and i think a lot of kids maybe are trying to figure like okay well i gotta go the social media route like i gotta i gotta plug my highlights and all that 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 stuff's all well and good right but after my son's freshman year um i had one of the assistant coaches he watched a game film for aj and and i sent him like a good game what i thought was like a good game i think he had 20 23 and 10 in the game or something like that and the feedback was brutally honest, but it was exactly yep. what he needed to hear, right? It was like, well, you know, it's you're not going to be able to do this kind of stuff, like, you know, and it was like <laughs> yeah. your motor, your communication, yep. how you see the floor, like you got to watch film, get in better shape, like play better, you know, like on, when you're playing team D, it was very specific information. And to not come from me to be like, this is coming from a coach, Dude at a division two college, basically saying, you don't fix this stuff. You're never going to play at this level. Right. And by the way, D two is equally no joke is chock full of D one kids right now. Um, so that was incredibly helpful and actually probably for, for his game had meant a bit of a step back from the traditional, like, you know, the stuff that gets you noticed more, the, scoring and the moves and the highlights because it's hard to put a highlight film together of like good team defense or i was talking the whole time or i ran the floor the whole time but that's all he focused on was like get in better shape he played football because of it 
you know, to get tougher. Yep. Um, cause he still has, you I know, he still has a little bit of ways to go, but all of that came from one coach giving him real feedback that, you know, isn't, isn't connected, but, but what it also did was it connected my son to the program a little bit, right? Like yeah. they at least know who he is and 100%. that was super helpful. So when I reached out to you about coming on the podcast, you yeah. were like, I've got this new thing I'm announcing. And I'm like, well, we can talk about it. So you announce it. I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> that, That's the same thing. It's the same thing. Um, yeah. So tell me about it. What, what do you got going on? So we launched a, uh, it's a new platform. It's called Game Film Elite. It's exactly what you're talking about, right? Uh, I, had, I had a daughter growing, you know, going through the programs and, and playing comp ball. We spent thousands of dollars. And obviously I'm involved with it with my son. And you show up to these tournaments and you've been there. We've all been there, right? Unless you're on the big stage, unless you're a four or five star recruit, you're probably not playing in front of Tom Izzo. Right. A lot of times what happens is you'll find a shelf. You'll find yourself in a situation where you're playing in front of 12 empty chairs that's blocked off and it says coaches only. And there's, you know, the stanchions that go, there's nobody right. there. Right. And so, you know, you're paying thousands of dollars and, and you're going to these tournaments and you're playing in the hope that somebody sees you in the hope that you play really, really well that game. Right. Um, you know, and so, you know, you think about a guy like John Moran, where he's like, the guy wasn't even there to recruit him. He just happened to show up at the, the other gym. Well, that doesn't happen all the time, right? And so what we did is we we went to these coaches, right? Uh, it's exactly what you're talking about. We, we've we got NAIA coaches. We've got Division three. We've got uh, high-level junior college, like big-time junior college coaches. We have this, this network of coaches, and they do exactly what you're talking about. You can go on our website. It's GameFilmElite.com. You can choose a package that works for you. You could submit your game film, uh, and you will get a full comprehensive evaluation. Uh, we look at, uh, you know, Game IQ. Right. We have metrics for game IQ. We have offensive metrics, defensive metrics, overall performance. You will walk away from every one of these evaluations with at least three things to go out and work on. Right. Three things that you did well. And you'll get general commentary on what they saw. And so to your point, you know, what is the coach looking for? How do we know that? Right. You have these kids going out there trying to put up 30 and there's, you know, five foot nine. It's not going to translate. And you're wondering, like, why doesn't he have any offers? What, like, well, I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I can go and get a six-four point guard that's going to run my offense and distribute the basketball to my shooters and get it into the post, and we're going to win ball. Like, this is a livelihood for these these coaches yep. bringing in players. And so, what our platform does is allow a player uh, to, you know, skip the empty coaches' chairs, and they can submit their film. And they'll get real feedback. I put my son through the process and we got feedback from a college coach that watched one of his top 50 games and he was reading it. He was like, this is phenomenal. And it was the details. It was the things that you're talking about that most kids are like, they'll never put on a highlight tape. Right. I remember reading about running the floor hard or, you know, hedging the screen or making good decisions, you know, in the pick and roll. And it was just, it was so refreshing to see and where the concept came from is that these coaches on these lower levels, you know, one, it's a great way for them to connect with kids, you know, but two, it's a great way for them to have a platform where they can supplement their income as well. Because if you've ever seen what a college coach on the, some of these lower levels make, they don't make Not a lot of money, especially like the assistants. And I remember seeing what really sparked the, and, you know, provided the motivation as I saw a, uh, an advertisement for an assistant coaching position. I think it was at an NAI school or it said a $6,000 stipend for the season, six grand. Yep. And I'm like, yeah, that doesn't no. work. And so Cause it's, cause it's a full-time job now. It's a full-time job. And and I was talking I was talking to one of my one of my guys on, on my network um the other day and he was like, I work a full-time job and then I go coach all night. Yeah. Like that's what, what he does. And so obviously everybody aspires to be, you know, at the division one level where you know they actually make some good money. But you know, for our platform here, the challenge is how do I get in front of a coach that can give me feedback to improve my game, allow me to work on the things that I need to work on. Uh, to become a prospect, right? Yeah. Somebody that, you know, is, is a legitimate prospect, uh, you know, and even further, how do I get somebody on the line where I can look them face to face, maybe with my parents and say, 
what do you see? How do I become somebody that is recruitable, right? And you can ask them the questions. Okay, I'm a sophomore. I'm tracking here. What can I do to put myself in the best possible position, right? And so if you're serious about playing college basketball, uh, go to the website, take a look. Uh, We have three different levels of packages. Uh, The amount of value that comes from sitting across on a Zoom with your evaluator and going through your performance, but also being able to talk to them about you know, uh, how to make this work and how to fulfill the, the, the requirements of the journey that you're on. It's, it really it's is incredible. priceless. I mean, parents, parents pay tens of thousands of dollars every year to try and get that. And through this platform, we've provided that. And the thing that I loved about this, and I told you this, we were talking about this earlier, is that as I was getting this network of coaches together, they are so excited to work with kids and show them the way, right? Like show them how to improve, show them, Hey, you're a point guard, you're six foot tall. Let me show you what you need to be doing. And so you're not making missteps and developing your game in the wrong way. Like, you know, how many guys do you, I mean, there's not even anybody really averaging over 20 points a game in NCAAs, let alone scoring 30 at, you know, five foot 11, right. You know, or, or a big man that wants to sit out there and shoot threes all the time when they literally could just go inside and bury their guy underneath the basket and get layups all day long. Like those are the things that, that these guys look for. And they're so excited when they, the reaction that they had about the platform and what we were doing, it got me going because I'm like, okay, this is a service that will be phenomenal for these kids. And I, I love it because we can bring it home here to Utah, right? Like, you know, giving all these kids here in Utah an opportunity to, there's so many good players and I can name names right now. I'm like, I know you can play at some level because there's a ton of schools out there, but yet they just they don't fall by the wayside because they don't know what to do or how to do it. And so through this platform, that's the goal, right? Is to help these kids and as many kids as possible, uh, you know, get to that level because, you know, you know, and I know there's nothing like it. There's nothing like being able to commit and have that, process happen and get to that school and you're out on your own and you're just hooping and the fall goes by you're just you know hooping with the fellow and the season it's just i mean i can go on and on i love and, it man and uh, it's, it's been like 30 years and 25 years since i actually <laughs> was on a college, college court you know up in rock springs wyoming but you know gamefilmelite.com check it out it's live we have coaches ready and they're waiting uh and they're so pumped to go do it and actually right now uh, for the Utah kids uh, specifically, I'm doing a free giveaway. So uh, you get three games evaluated, right, by a college coach, college evaluator. And our network is from NAIA uh, down. Yeah. So we have NAIA Division three high-level junior college from right here in Utah and also from uh, the Midwest. A uh, lot of NAIA four-year schools in our network. Uh, but you get three games free. Uh, if you win this giveaway and then you get a live session, a live one-on-one session with that college evaluator and you can go through your games, you can ask them, you know, about the process, what you should be doing. And it's open from freshmen, sophomores, juniors, and seniors. And so get on the, the it's on my NU Ballers page. So go on there. You can see how to enter that contest. You only got a few days. So uh, we're going to hand this out. We're going to get this ball rolling. I'm so excited to see how it plays out. I put my own son through the process. And it's, it's freaking awesome. I love it. And you know, it goes, it goes back to on, on the second episode of this, I talked about, uh, you know, getting, getting very real and honest with your present state, like where you currently are and, and people miss out on that because they're fed information that's wrong. And if you don't, you know, if you're trying to get from where you currently are to where you want to be, but you're not honest about where you currently are, then you either are going to, you know, you're going to shortchange yourself because you're not going to set high enough goals or dreams, or you're going to set too high a dreams, not too high, but you're not going to, you're not going to understand what the workload is if you don't understand the gap. So I think this is actually parlays really well into what I was talking about on episode two. And it was something that I was, um, I'm super grateful for because I just, I hear stories after story after story of kids who, you know, they surround themselves with people who just want to tell them how good they are and they don't get pushed. And they, you know, it's like, oh, if you just do this one thing, if you just play for this certain team, then you get the thing, right? Like I've heard trainers saying, if your kid just comes and trains with me, I guarantee that they can play in college. And I'm like, you have no way of, what are you going to do? Cover their, cover their tuition for four years? How can you guarantee this nonsense? So I think this just cuts through the crap, right? It's like, if you want to play in college, 
You don't have to impress people on Instagram. You don't have to impress people on Twitter. You don't have to impress. You need to learn how to talk to and have a game that will translate into college. And it better look like by your senior year, you better look like a freaking college player. Like you have to to. play at any level. So I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's it's in your you've hit it so dead on because uh, what I've heard from, you know, talking through, you know, uh, with my own uh, the first priority for for these levels. Right. For these teams is to recruit their own guys. Yeah, right. They, have to. <laughs> they recruit yeah, their own guys. Team. Yeah. And so they're recruiting their own guys back. And then, you know, by the time they get down to the high school level, there might be, you know, one or, you know, two opportunities, you know, to, to get on that roster. And so because the landscape has changed, you need to be way more strategic than you've ever been before. And I hope that this platform provides that opportunity for these kids. And so, you know, we're all about, you know, helping kids get to that next level. I love it. I, I There's nothing that makes me happier than to see a kid like, you know, uh, Yorgio go out there and, and check in. I'm like, let's go. You know, he looked great. So excited for him. In the second and, game, had the game tying bucket, yeah. and then they hit a freaking three-quarter shot to win it. Florida. Awesome. No, 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 so, not, so not fun. OCU, Florida, the college. So, so YG hit, uh, hit a layup to tie the game. There's 1.8 seconds left and Florida college inbounds it and chucks it from three quarters court, banked it in to win the game. It was nuts. But, um, and then in game That's three, crazy. Well, ironically, the game winning. So I, ironically from that game, both staffs, I have people from both those staffs. Oh, that's network, awesome. So. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah. They're so excited, man. It's awesome. So gamefilmelite.com. It's launched. It's live. Go check it out. If you're from Utah, head over to my Northern Utah Ballers IG page and see, check out how you can uh, sign up for that giveaway. We're going to be doing that on Thursday okay. and putting somebody through the process. So it's going to be pretty exciting. So we're happy to do that. I love that. it, AJ. Tons of value. Yeah, well, awesome. thanks so much. Uh, this will be this won't be the yeah, this won't it. be the only time that we'll talk basketball, um, especially as we go through the season. Because you clearly know way more about Utah basketball than <laughs> I do. I just happen to know about podcasting, and so I'm just, and I know a little yeah, bit about I, I know it. a little bit about Utah basketball. But I have been hosting the podcast for five years, so uh, I knew I knew that part. I'm love just it. glad to connect with people who know the other stuff, or else this would be a really boring yeah. podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it doesn't pay very well to know all this information, but it sure is fun, though, right? Is like, fun, I yeah. love the, the kids are great. And this season, 6A, 5A, 4A, I mean, 3A. Uh, I've got, I, I've already there's reached talent. out to the rural Utah sports guy on Twitter who puts out a comprehensive review of 3A, 2A, yeah. and 1A basketball. He did it for football. Um, and he's going to come on and talk about, you know, talk about the 1A, 2A, 3A um, levels. Huge. And, you know, AJ will be playing, my son will be playing on 3A with Judge. and. Yeah. So I'll have talk about talent. That talent, that roster's got a ton of talent. Be, it's it. going to be fun to watch. Um, it's be awesome. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yep. Um, well, yeah. AJ, thank you so much cool. for coming on. Everyone go check out NU Ballers on Instagram uh, and GameFilmElite.com. It's going it, to, it's going to be super helpful and we'll, we'll have you back on. Maybe, maybe we can do this once a week. Once we get into the season, Love it'd it. be, it'd be awesome. Let's do it. Thanks you guys. Appreciate right, it. Thanks.